hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. I hope you're having a great day and um, I'm here on a beautiful sunny day taping. Uh, if you hear a little extra noise in the background right now, the wind is gusting up over 50 miles an hour. So there's a lot of um, extra noise maybe you might hear as we're taping, but hopefully you can still hear the encouragement that we have for you today. So Mark and I have been talking through the book of Ephesians and we're now into chapter 5. And chapter 5 starts out with a very interesting concept that we would be familiar with, I believe, because this concept says we need to be imitators of God. Now, we do a lot of imitating in our world, in our culture, in our families. Um, imitating is just to follow a model or pattern ourselves after. Um, I, I'm the first thing that jumped into my mind is I have a four-year-old grandson that I'm that's spending a lot of time with us here, and um, he just like his dad um, has some superheroes that he likes to imitate. And um, he was he was doing. There was one morning where I noticed he was in a very unusual position on the floor with one hand down and his legs kind of sideways, and had this very intense look on his face. And uh, he had to explain to me that he was imitating one of his hero friends. I think it's called Catboy. Um, and that was the stance of his hero that he was imitating. Now, his hero that he likes to imitate um, is, is a save-the-day hero. So, I, you know, I think it's, it's wonderful that our young boys want to imitate someone who's uh, helping people, and that's what his hero is doing. So we're going to just, having that little uh, very human uh, illustration in mind, but let's look at what the Lord is telling us here in Ephesians 5, what Paul is telling us, that the Lord's inspiring him to write in Ephesians 5, and I'm going to read from the um, Amplified Version today. Again, if you haven't, if you don't have a copy, that's fine. You can go online and just go to, uh, to uh, Bible.com, and you can just choose the Amplified if you want to just follow along. But in the Amplified, it starts out by saying, therefore, become imitators of God. By the way, Therefore, is referring back to chapter 4. We talked through all those things in chapter 4 pretty much. And so, therefore, is, is a, uh, a bridge into this new chapter. So, Paul says, therefore, become imitators of God. Now, we can imitate a lot of our uh, celebrity uh, gurus in this culture, but to become an imitator of God sounds a little challenging. A couple of things I want us to point out here. I want to point out here. Uh, one is the word, the use of the word become. Um, I love that. I, I was looking that up. To become means to begin to be. So it's a, it's a work in progress. It's something that we're working on. It's something, that, a direction that we're pointed in. But it is a challenge. So, so let's look at what Paul's telling us here. He says, become imitators of God. Begin to be modeling yourself after God. And he goes on to say in the Amplified, to clarify, it says, copy him and follow his example. So um, he said, do that as a well-beloved children, as well-beloved children imitate their father. And that's another human example we can have. You have children who want to, they want to be what their dad is, or they want to be what their mom is and live out that modeling that they see uh, that's lived out before them. And, and that's a whole nother talk about itself, isn't it? About um, knowing that our children and our grandchildren are modeling themselves after us, whether or not we intend it and whether or not we're paying attention they are. So, okay. So, um, become imitators of God, copy him and follow his example as well-beloved children imitate their father and walk continually in love. Now to walk in something is not something we 
think about it. It's not a phrase we use unless we're like walking through a mud puddle or something. So really what this is saying here is to, to live. When it says walk, it's talking about how you live your life. So walk or live your life continually in love. Now, wow, that can be a challenge. But again, we're, we're imitating. We're going to begin being like our Father, like God. And He is walking continually in love, is He not? Okay, so walk continually in love. That's a challenge all by itself, especially if you stop and think about it. Because in this culture, is that not like the complete opposite of what we see in our culture? What we're seeing is stoking of hatred and violence. And yet... Paul's telling us as Christ followers, as God imitators, we need to always be living our life in in love, in, in love. That's how we're living, in a state of loving. So, and to clarify that further, he says, that is, kind of a list here, value one another. He didn't say just value the people that are like you. He didn't say just value the people who agree with you or value the people who are in your little tribe or circle of friends. Value one another that would be everyone, practice empathy and compassion. Okay, another thing that's not common in our culture. I'm not saying it's not out there because it is. There there are many people, there are many God followers who are reaching out in uh, empathy and compassion. But it it does go counter to the mainstream of our culture. And, And so empathy, empathy means we're sharing someone's feelings. You know, you can't share someone's feelings until you first know what it is they're feeling, until you first listen to them, until you first get close enough to know what they're feeling before you can share their feelings. I think that's one of the big things missing in our culture is the ability to listen. We, we can't empathize with anyone if we haven't first listened to them or paid attention to what they're going through. But Paul says we need to practice empathy and compassion. So compassion would be a sympathetic concern, and compassion usually is manifested in actions, is it not? So um, you, you can have feelings all day long, but unless you act on those feelings, then you haven't really accomplished anything. So here's, here's what our goals are here. We're going to uh, walk or live continually in love, and to give that more definition, that means to value one another. We, we can't write anybody off. So they're not like me. They don't think like me. They don't talk like me. They don't like me. So therefore, I'm writing them off. We are commanded to value everyone. So we value one another. We're going to practice empathy and compassion. And then here's the third one. Unselfishly seeking the best for others. Now, we can define that all kinds of ways. But just to give us the ultimate ultimate example, because remember, we're talking about imitating God here. Paul goes on to say, let's give that a picture for you. Okay, unselfishly seeking the best for others, just as, here's your illustration, just as, Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us. Wow, well, that's a tall order. Um, you know, at, at what point, because what we want to do here is we want to set our own standards. And so, you know, I think all of us think, well, if I were God, this is how I would see this, and this is how I would see justice, and, and this isn't fair, and this isn't right, and so therefore this is and this. So Paul's trying to give us a really clear picture here of a godly love and just how high that bar is. And so he says, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and sacrifice to God slain for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. So what he's telling us now is this is something really a a high bar. He's saying we need to love others as Christ loved us. And Christ loved us 
giving himself as the ultimate sacrifice. Not because we deserved it, not because we were so pretty or so sweet or did all the right things, but just out of his unselfish love, he gave himself for us. And that's the challenge that we have today. Now, as we go further into chapter five, there's some more specifics and some more contrasts and some things we want to talk about. But I feel like for one day, that's a lot to chew on, is it not? So I'm hoping that each of us can spend this day walking in or living in a continual love relationship with one another, with those around us, being sympathetic and compassionate and having empathy, listening enough to share feelings of others that are around us. And there are so many that are hurting around us. And there are so many who um, are angry, but maybe we need to still even hear what is driving that anger. Very often um, it's a fear or or um, a sense of rejection. If you can, if you can pull back the surface of anger, you'll find some very um, wounded people. And maybe we need to be the ones that are are loving them and finding empathy and uh, compassion for them as we're here representing the Lord. So I hope that'll challenge you today. I know it's challenged me, challenged me in my heart and my life, and I want to keep that in mind as I walk through this day. So let's have a word of prayer. Father, we so need you for these challenges. We do want to imitate you because you have done so much for us. You've given us the ultimate sacrifice so that we could have eternal life and forgiveness of our sins. And I just pray that you'd help us as we imitate you, as we follow you, that the Holy Spirit of God would just live in us in such a way that we can impact others with your love, with your compassion, with your empathy. Use us to that end, even today, Lord, in whatever encounters we have, may we be faithful to love those around us and to demonstrate what it would be like as we imitate you, that what it would be like if if you were here walking among us. Um, And we just thank you for what you're going to do. And thank you for loving us. Thank you most of all for Jesus, who loved us so much in spite of who we are, in spite of all of our sin. He loved us so much that he did unselfishly and ultimately give his own life to die for us so that we could be forgiven. Thank you for that great sacrifice. Help us to be uh, to be faithful and honor that sacrifice in our own way we live today. Thank you so much for loving us, Father. Thank you for using us. Thank you for all that you have done and all that you're going to do. And we just trust you with whatever our day holds ahead. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, real quick, I see I have a red flashing line in front of me, so I'm going to brush this a little bit. But um, I just want to say thank you again to those of you who've reached out to let me know, let let us know that you're watching and listening. I can't seem to go through a whole day without someone stopping me. And, and it just it just makes my heart full. Um, as I said before, I, I, I have no qualification for sitting in front of this camera to talk to you, but I'm thrilled at the privilege. And I hope that there's a blessing in it for you. I do know one thing. I know I love each and every person to the best of my knowledge and ability that God has brought across our path because um, he's been so good to me. How could I help but overflow that love to all of you? And thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your encouragement. I pray that you will be praying. Uh, we're right in the thick of uh, recording this Christmas broadcast that God is doing something extraordinary through. We're all so excitedly almost holding our breath to see what God's going to do. So we appreciate your prayers for this ministry, and we'll be praying for you. And hope you have a wonderful day. We'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. God bless.